Hello and welcome to another episode of Kinetic Coffee. This is episode number 16, and title episode is Training While Sick. And I'll get into those details in the in the near future here as we go. Um, I don't have a joke today, but uh, just sort of a anecdotal, funny story, maybe somehow I'll circle it back to stoicism. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. So I haven't added a speeding ticket in eight years, maybe more, actually. I have zero points on my license. A week or two ago, I got time to go get a car wash, and I went to one that I don't normally go to. It was kind of out of the way. It was just, uh, you know, didn't need to go this particular direction. Anyway, on the way back, whoop, whoop, I get a speeding ticket and totally wreck my streak of eight years and, uh, you know, whatever. It's going to be four points or something like that. And uh, the officer didn't even say a word. He just goes, license takes it doesn't even ask for my insurance i don't even know if they do that anymore maybe they can look it up uh electronically um anyway goes back takes some 25 minutes or so as normal brings it back and he just starts reading me the ticket didn't even ask me any questions it was just that matter of fact he's a state trooper so i was just kind of considering like i didn't even need a car wash that bad i didn't need to go that direction and I definitely didn't need to be speeding, you know, kind of a law abiding citizen for the most part. Uh, it's just kind of funny that it was just a completely unnecessary thing. And now it's going to cost me not only the price of the ticket, but I'm sure my, uh, my insurance is going to go up and it's pretty low because I have a Oh three, four, four runner with, uh, you know, quarter of a million miles on it. And I intend to drive that thing into the ground. Um, because I don't have a car payment. So uh, anyway, just kind of a funny story. I'll not speed again for eight to 10 years and hopefully avoid that kind of stuff from happening. But just kind of a bummer. And it's just like I didn't even need to be just wrong place, wrong time on all fronts. And didn't need to be there. So all right, maybe that's funny to some of you guys. But uh, OK, so a couple of little space upgrade stuff. Uh, the if you guys have noticed in the um changing room next to me there is a charging station now so when you guys are coming in uh maybe you forgot to charge your phone overnight or coming in from work and your phone's dead just throw it on there it's got you know iphone android all the necessary chargers that you might need which is nice um and then it, if you guys haven't seen it uh yet the level method poster is is back up. Um, it has our new logo on it, which is cool. And actually, I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I've had a lot of questions because we're not doing the levels-based programming uh, right now. And uh, guys, the level method system is awesome. It's a it's essentially a compass for where you are at in fitness all the time. Um, it works to show you your progress yes but it's uh it's just as helpful if you've regressed in fitness because uh those of you guys that are doing your strategy sessions with me and have been with me a really long time you know that 
fitness is not linear and it's not that simple. Uh, so, you know, in my case, for example, having twins, my fitness has regressed really, really bad. And I've just been, I've been consistent lately until I got derailed from being sick this week. Hence the title of this podcast. Um, but anyway, uh, we will test level method stuff again. The, the real question is whether or not we're going to go back into levels-based programming. And uh, levels-based programming is really good for a lot of reasons. And we don't have to do, um, you know, the, the quote-unquote level method program to do levels-based programming. We could even do what we're doing now in a levels-based system. So in the next few weeks, I'll, I'll put out a survey and see if you guys enjoy doing programming at your level. Uh, because it's a little bit more of a prescription. Um, and if you don't, we'll just continue as normal. We'll just go majority on this one. We'll put out an anonymous survey. But uh, there's a lot of benefits to training at your level, guys. But um, just look for level method testing to be woven in, uh, not necessarily a giant block of testing next time. Uh, but I'm excited to show you how increasing your power development in the things that we've been working on very hard are going to translate into other things like lactic tolerance, upper and lower body endurance, and even rowing, actually. Um, okay, so moving on. So I wanted to go into our training considerations for next week. Um, next week is week eight of our uh, training progression and uh, it is a deload week and what that means if you guys don't know or you missed the the last deload we did is we are we've been working up uh, we've been undulating volume which is number of reps okay but we've been working up in intensity which is uh, either gauged on rate of perceived exertion or percentage of one rep max or both um, and you're feeling it. All training programs are for adaptation. The, the science is SRA or stimulus response adaptation. And, uh, you can't just keep going up five pounds a week for your whole life or where everybody would be in the Olympics or just a stud. It doesn't work like that. So we can increase uh, for two, three weeks at a time, and then we need to step back and deload uh, to give our bodies time to to recover. In in uh, sports science, it's called supercompensation. Uh, when you supercompensate, you actually appreciate the gains and strength that you've made, and then you can translate that uh, those adaptations into uh, your next block. In our case. Um, what we're doing is potentiating the next block. So in our first block, we did lots of sets of 10 and, and higher reps. And the, we potentiated the block where we did sets of eight and higher reps. So you can see where this is going. Our next block is going to be sets of five and uh, plus sets. So the percentages will be higher. It will be a little bit more intense, but you're not going to do as many reps. But in any case, if you guys have been doing, if you've been training consistently on this strength cycle, you've been hitting, for the most part, all the sessions uh, for the last seven weeks, you absolutely need to take it easy next week. Um, so do come on the days that we have the program strength work because we don't want to take a week off uh, necessarily, unless you're like sick with the flu, and I'll get into that in a second. Um, we want to train. We just want to train at a much lower volume and intensity so when you see there's three sets of five at a at a pretty easy percentage just do that 
let the body rest, recover. Uh, you'll be good to go for uh, the next block. So don't take this as, oh man, I feel pretty good. I'm going to train six days in a row next week. It's not going to, that's not going to benefit you. And just so you know, the programming isn't actually going to be that easy. So uh, for the people that haven't been consistent, it's a regular training week. They're going to get some good exercise in and they're going to feel pretty good at the end of the week. So there are some, you know, arguably more difficult workouts planned. Um, if you are a person, and I was talking to somebody about this yesterday during a strategy session, if you are a person who may have missed our testing phase and you've been sort of in and out of the strength cycle, maybe you've been traveling, you've been sick, you haven't been consistent and you want to get a baseline, you can do that this coming week. So just tell the coaches, hey, I haven't been consistent at all. I missed testing. I want to get this in. That's great. You'll just do a, a sort of heavy set of five, non-maximal. We'll get a number for you that you can use um, for your percentages in the, in the coming weeks. So um, deload next week and make sure you're recovering, guys. Get a massage, stretch, whatever works for you. Good food, a lot of sleep, uh, no alcohol. All right. Next, uh, kind of a fun one. The EK Ski Day is the 8th. Um, please make sure you RSVP. Gene put out a, um, a link on Facebook. It's actually pinned to the top of our uh, EK community page. So if you can make it, please let us know just so we have a head count. Um, I'm planning on being there. I don't know yet if Katie and the babies will come, but I'll for sure be there in any case. Um, but that is it's actually next Saturday. And uh, Kim Stallcup has a great place up there that she's offered for us to 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 chill at. And if you're if you don't want to ski, you just want to chill, maybe maybe have a drink or uh, go in the hot tub. That's a total option too. Um, I I want to ski, but uh, you know, I remember the days when ski tickets. And I sound like I'm really old and I'm not even that old, but. Right now, ski tickets are like 150 bucks for the day. I don't know that uh, it's worth it for me to pay that. So, But who knows? I may hike to the top. That would be a pretty good day. So, uh, All right. One little thing before I roll into the training while sick. Ooh, I got a comment. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Is that better? The comment is that it sounds like I'm beatboxing, so I try to just turn my mic down. Okay. I'll wait for that comment to come through. Hi, Stacy. Okay. So let's roll back to this. All right, ski day is good. Hopefully my mic sounds better. Um, now, how do you get a free shirt? Uh, as you guys know, we rolled out, you know, on the heels of this new brand for a million really good reasons. We rolled out some, uh, updated 2020 membership agreements. Uh, most of you guys have, have already completed those, which is great. And if you did, I gave you a free shirt or if I didn't have your size, I've actually already ordered you one. Um, so if you want to get a free shirt, this there's only a few of you left for this. You got to get your agreement to me by end of day 
tomorrow. Okay, so 5 p.m. tomorrow. I'm recording this on the 30th. So that means the 31st of January. Uh, get it in. You get a free shirt. So, yes, uh, next week we're going to have samples of a bunch of stuff that you guys can buy and you can order. But this is a way to get your first EK shirt for free. Really easy. Um, all right. Let me jump in now. Oh, looks like I got another comment. All right. Jake says I fixed the mic. So sorry, guys, if that was unbearable. But uh, okay, at least now we're fixed for the good part. Should you train while you're sick? All right, this is the age-old debate. So, all right, there is a school of thought that says, hey, you should sweat it out. All right, so let's first examine that statement, and then we'll move forward. So should you sweat it out? The answer is probably not because it doesn't work that way, okay? But there's more considerations. Like, uh, you're not going to literally just sweat the germs out like bloodletting. So it, it, you're still sick. It doesn't actually just go excrete through your sweat. And after you've sweat, you're just better all of a sudden. So let's just eliminate that myth. Next, how are you sick? Okay, this is the real consideration. Are you sick with something that's extremely contagious that you're going to you know make others more miserable by leaving your house the answer to working out that day is probably not doing it or if you do anything do it in the confines of your own home where you're not spreading the plague okay um but really if so if you're not contagious or you don't think you're contagious the real way to determine how to work out or how intensely to work out is kind of your symptoms so if you have a fever, you really should be taking it easy because a fever is your body's inflammatory response. It's heating up. It's trying to kill something off. So if you are vigorously exercising or doing something else that your body has to deal with, you're going to delay that and you're going to affect yourself negatively by prolonging your illness. Okay. So if you have a fever, the answer is no. All right. Just chill. Um, okay. What if it's sort of like this crap that's been going around this kind of, uh, stuffiness, this congestion, it's just kind of the classic cold, classic cold. If you're not contagious, uh, generally you actually can train, uh, but it depends on the severity of your symptoms. Okay. So this week I have had every single day, I've had a sinus headache that nothing will take care of. If I get under a really heavy barbell, I think my head will actually explode. So what do I do? I try to move around as much as possible, uh, but even walking briskly doesn't actually make me feel good. The only thing that does is uh, showers and just, just hot steam. Today I'm turning the corner, so I'm starting to feel better. Um, but uh, a handful of you guys have had exactly the same sickness. Uh, over the last couple of weeks. And so I don't recommend that you train if you're feeling that way. But common cold, if you're not contagious and you know you don't have some sinus headache, you actually can train. You're probably not going to be 100%. You're probably not going to do maximal effort intensity, whether that means heavy lifting or, or pushing it as hard as you can on an assault bike or, or in some uh, CrossFit hero workout. But uh, if you're not contagious, you can do do those things so uh, just at a modified intensity 
So if you do come in, even if you think you're not contagious, please don't breathe on anybody and just wipe down your wipe down your stuff. Um, a few weeks ago, when hand, foot, and mouth was going around, uh, some of you guys have met Sharon. She's doing some uh, one-on-one sessions with me just for uh, weightlifting technique. And she's she's a great athlete, and she's a super quick learner. But she just hasn't uh, she hasn't taken the time, even though she's a stud uh, crossfitter. She hasn't taken the time to really dig in on the finer points of the Olympic lifts. So we're working on those. Uh, she came in a few weeks ago during the hand, foot, and mouth thing, and so she's a she is a a doc. She's a she's an MD, uh, and she comes in with uh, like you know chloroseptic wipes. And literally everything that she touched, she wiped down afterwards. I even demoed with her bar, and she made me wash my hands. And she wasn't even contagious. She wasn't even didn't even have the illness. Uh, it was just her her three kids that did have it, or sorry, her two kids and her husband that had it. So she was just uh, sparing me, which was nice. So, um, so there's the verdict, guys. It depends on the severity of your symptoms and your level of being contagious one way to test this too if you think you're feeling better is to just go for i talk about these things all the time 10 minute walks briskly just go for a 10 minute walk sit down afterwards do you feel better do you feel worse or do you feel about the same um if you feel better or if you feel about the same chances are you can probably do some some more formalized exercise um you can always try some push-ups at your house or some sit-ups and something really simple and do the same thing as the 10 minute walk. Do I feel better? Do I feel worse? Or do I feel the same? Um, and use that as your gauge. So guys, if you had any questions on anything I said, please let me know. Um, obviously there's a lot more to it than those general guidelines about training while sick. So, um, you know, some of you guys know I've been doing this uh, formally coaching for over 18 years. And yes, I started in high school. That's how long I have been coaching. Uh, so I know a little bit about back pain. I know a little bit about, uh, sick while training. I know, I know a little bit about a lot of these things. So please guys use me as a, as a resource. That's why I'm here. I'm happy to jump on the phone with you or, uh, like a lot of you guys have been booking strategy sessions this week. That's awesome. We're getting on track. We're figuring out the next couple of, you know, four to eight weeks of training. Some of you guys I'm on a weekly call with for accountability. Uh, just remember, I'm here on your behalf to, to help you get better. Even if you've been sick, let's come up with a game plan. So uh, that's it for episode 16, guys. I'll see you in the gym.